Oh, yeah. How does that fit in to a cohesive, larger vision? We will always have enough cash yeah. around. Strictly business. Business. Just business. Hi, finance champions, and welcome to CFO Year, your new favorite finance podcast. I'm Patrick, and I talk to finance thought leaders about the trends and techniques used to build better businesses. In this episode, I spoke with Nick Rose, CFO at Enable. Enable is a B2B rebate management software used by procurement and finance professionals in distribution, wholesale, and manufacturing across 50 industries. The company has tripled its revenue and customer base since last year and is now the leading rebate management platform in the UK and US. Before joining Enable, Nick spent 16 years at Travis Perkins and six years at EY. We discussed Enable's fast growth, including two fundraising rounds in two years, the company's exciting environmental policy and carbon neutral goal, and the vital importance of having clean data above everything else. Today's episode is brought to you by Spendesk, the all-in-one spending solution that puts finance teams in control with 100% visibility into company spend. And by CFO Connect, a global community for finance leaders. Join us at cfoconnect.eu and you can email podcast at cfoconnect.eu with any questions or feedback. Nick Rose, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Patrick. Great to be here. We're very happy to have you. And as always, we'd love to start off just by having you kind of tell your story a little bit. You're the CFO at Enable. So how did you find yourself in that role? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a slightly interesting story, actually. Um, so background as an accountant, uh, worked in practice for a bit, and then I spent... Um, quite a few years at a builder's merchant construction materials distributor called Travis Perkins in the UK. Um, it's the biggest uh, distributor of its type in the UK, uh, sales of at the time around uh, $10 billion. So very big company. Wow. And I had a, um, a role that in, included handling the rebate income from suppliers and the rebate payments out to customers. Uh, amongst its, its remit. And we had several problems with uh, the accounting for it. The maximizing revenue was, was just all over the place. And um, mm. we, had, uh, we had lots of kind of management and control issues. And we weren't sure that we were collecting all the rebate we were due or paying out the right rebate to our, our customers either. So uh, long story short, I went out to find a better solution. And uh, it, it we didn't want to build something in-house to handle it. Uh, that was that was off the cards. So I went out and um, found Enable, and we did a deal to um, to develop a solution for Travis Perkins to help it handle first its, its supplier rebates, um, and secondly uh, customer. And really, over the course of two years of of that development and implementation. I got to know Enable pretty well. I got to know Andrew, our chief executive, pretty well. And at one point, kind of after a meeting, we got talking and uh, he was explaining his vision for the future and the, the plans for Enable. Uh, and, and one thing led to another. And about probably eight or nine months later, I ended up joining 
as, uh, as CFO just before we did our Series A. Uh, so I've been here two and a half years now. Was that, I mean, that must have been a big decision for you because if I've done my maths right, you were at Travis Perkins 16 years. Yeah. Yeah, did lots of different roles in, uh, in TP, um, moved around the company quite a lot, did central finance roles, kind of business development uh, out in the field with, with businesses as well. Um, mm. And yeah, I, I, I guess I've probably got to the end of the road uh, for TP for me. I, I was quite uh, looking for a change and mm. Enable came wrong at the right time and a bit of a, a, a massive change in direction in terms of going from 24,000 colleagues to about 70 um, and <laughs> going into a much smaller business, you know, not very well funded at the time, uh, great plans, great product, and, and, and really an inspiring product and an inspiring team. Uh, I knew quite a few of them. And I just thought this is, this is a great opportunity, time to do something different and look at the plans that the business is laying out, look at the opportunity in front of it as a business. And if I can help uh, achieve that goal and that vision in some way, then uh, I, I think I've, I'd enjoy being part of the team that, that does that. Mm. And um, so, yeah, that was, that was the, uh, the decision. Um, my family thought I was crazy. But, uh, it's, it, you know, two years later, it's, it really worked out because we've been through two funding rounds. We're growing hugely quickly. We've got an amazing team. And uh, I'm not looking back uh, at all. What in particular did you find inspiring about the, the product and the plans? Um, just the, uh, the, the product itself is solving a problem that so many businesses have. Um, you know, the, you, we find so many customers are, are trying to handle huge rafts of data and complexity through either spreadsheets or uh, ERP systems, which simply aren't designed to cope with the issues uh, that we've got that the customers have got and you know it, it really fills a, a a product gap that so many businesses have got when you look at um the market and the landscape there's very few people doing this uh we've got a really real kind of white space open in front of us and we mm -hmm. can really make a difference and help massive number of businesses deal with their trading agreements better um add to their bottom lines and we feel we're on a bit of a mission to help customers uh, and, and manufacturers and distributors help help them get more out of their deals and mm. actually make themselves more streamlined and create a real niche in the market for for doing that there's not many others doing it as i say um so so that's one one of the inspiring things the the second inspiring thing is simply the way we're going about it and you know we we talk to uh, talk about our funding and you know our backing from our VC investors uh, makes it a very exciting place to be. They're very demanding, as you can imagine, but mm. they're also very supportive and they really help us think through our strategy uh, and challenges in the board meetings with 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 some difficult questions and saying you know are we doing this and are we doing that? Normally, we've, we're already thinking along the same lines, which is really encouraging. Uh, but it's it's also encouraging to have people with that sort of experience of growing a uh, software company through uh, hugely accelerated growth curves mm. um, in the way that they have done, having them, having them on our side 
uh, really gives us confidence that we're, we're headed the right direction as well. There are also, I imagine, some some sort of cultural aspects of the company that are quite um, inspiring, was the word you used. One that stood out to me having a look around was um, Enables Environment Policy. It strikes me mm -hmm. as, uh, you know, it's still a young company and fairly early on to have an environment policy and plans to be carbon neutral. Are those kinds of aspects of the company things that you get involved in? Um I didn't know you were going to pick on the environment one, but um, but yeah, it was, it was my baby, really. Oh, wow. Um, so I, I kind of thought it up and talking to a few other people around the business. Um, it was all around the, the, the kind of COP26 mm. uh, event that happened in the UK uh, a few months ago. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, well what are we doing? Uh, we're a small company, but we've got big plans. And can we can we make a, a leading uh, kind of kind of statement here and mm. say, what, what are we doing? So I came up with, uh, a couple of us came up with this idea of uh, planting trees, great noble uh, thing to do. We, mm. we can't really, we don't really have many emissions as a company. We don't drive trucks, we don't make things. Um, our main emissions are our office spaces, mm. um, plus our data storage. So, you know, the, um, the, all the data lakes and the, the um, hosting that we have um, and, uh, and business travel, which is, you know, compared to big companies is, is, is a drop in the ocean. But what can we do? Um, and we came up with this planting trees idea and, and further to that, make it real for our customers and make our customers feel that they're getting an environmental benefit through partnering with us. And so we're planting, uh, we're, we're funding the planting of 250 trees for every new customer we, uh, we, we sign. And we're also uh, funding the planting of more trees for every flight that we take for business purposes. And our, our view is that if we keep doing that and you look at the uh, amount of, of kilos of carbon that each tree locks up per year as it grows, um, and then, then within a couple of years, we will be carbon neutral. And we've partnered with uh, the, the hosting company of our choice has aims to be carbon neutral uh, within the next couple of years as well. So mm. we'll be carbon neutral hosting. We're really only covering our, our office, our travel uh, stuff, but, but it's a big thing. And I actually think rather than carbon neutral, we will be carbon negative with the trees that we're, we're funding. So we've partnered with this company called One Tree Planted that mm -hmm. plants trees or, or well they don't do the planting they support tree planting projects all over the world and that's the other neat bit is we're able to say to a customer who maybe you know in the midwest in the usa um look at their website look at the projects that are local to you and might mean something to you and we're going to support one of those on your behalf and we'll give you a certificate to say you've done it it's a really great initiative and i i also think you can correct me if i'm wrong but the finance team is in a really great position to lead those kinds of initiatives because you have access to all the data that you need. You do know how many customers are coming in and then also mm -hmm. the deployment of those funds that you need to do, you know, basically giving yeah. money. Yeah. Um, you're in the right place in the company. Yeah, I, I guess so. And um, I'm also uh, not a frontline because I'm a support service. So mm -hmm. I support the other guys doing their job as to the best of their, uh, their abilities. Um, and, and really, if I can take that kind of administrative type task away from 
the frontline sales guys, the customer success guys, and the engineers, um, then I'm I'm helping in my way to, uh, to to drive that forward. Think you have company cash under control? You may have a process to pay people back, but company spending is so much more than expense claims. Spendesk gives you one system to replace your old-fashioned company cards, track online payments easily, and process supplier invoices faster than ever. Whether you're a growing startup or you've been doing this for decades, it's never too late to upgrade. Graduate from basic expenses to spend management today. Try Spendesk. I'd love to go back to to sort of day one for you, two years, two and a bit years ago when you joined the company. What did things look like when you walked in? I guess the finance function. What did the finance function look like? Um, there were what were there? There, there were there were three people, mm-hmm. um, two of whom had, had literally joined very recently. One, in fact, on the same day as me, um, a, a great finance manager who who was holding everything together uh, as, a, as a small company. Um, and uh, you know, creaking at the seams, there was a lot to do. Mm. Um, so, so the systems and, and the process that was in place were were really great for a small company that was was growing fairly slowly, although nicely profitably. Um, and so, we had to do a few changes um, as as we grow and, and, and get some systems and processes in place that will support the growth that we're going through. So, um, in the last twelve months. Uh, we've grown by two and a half times in terms of turnover. So uh-huh. obviously that compared to a company that previously was growing, you know, five, 10% a year is, is a very different proposition. Mm. So we've expanded this, the finance team. Um, we've had a good look at process and, and performance and, and, and everything else. Um, and one of the first things that, that I had to do was change our ERP system from um, from one that was kind of, aimed at very small, slow companies. Uh, it was on-premise, difficult to access, um, not set up in a, in a very um, kind of fluid way. And we've just implemented a new ERP over the summer. It took four and a half months to, uh, to get it in in terms of a project. And you know, we've spent the last three months getting used to it, really making sure we're getting value out of that. And it's, it's most definitely um, streamlined our processes, made us more efficient, highlighted um you know access to data and and insights that we didn't have before and really it's it's a case of bringing enable into the 21st century from a back office function uh, as well as giving a you know us selling a, a 21st century product um it's really where are we in, in the back office and and having a system in place that will get us through you know we, we've we've grown two and a half times in the last year and the, and the year before that was was two times um so we, we've grown many times in the last couple of years but that's just going to accelerate in the next two to three years as well as we we head towards our our goal which is uh hyper growth and and ultimately an ipo mm. uh erps are one of the the hottest topics in the community are you comfortable to say which one you went with in the end uh yeah uh we went with next week okay and uh, so far so good uh, yeah. really Easy implementation, uh, easy data move, um, intuitive system, easy to access, 
uh, and you know we, we started the project in May of last year, went live on October the first, and uh, the, the last three and a half months have, have been really nothing's fallen over. Uh, we've got a year end at the end of this month in January twenty two, mm. um, so that's the the final kind of test. But I'm I'm pretty confident that it's all gone very well. Yeah, I, I bet a lot of the CFOs, as soon as you said you had to change ERPs, a lot of the CFOs listening would have shuddered a little bit and 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 had nightmares in mind. Four months sounds yeah. uh, not the end of the world. Um, I'm sure it was a huge project, well, but but it, worth it. It was a big project. I mean, you know, kudos to to my team who did all the hard work. Mm. Uh, they they really they really put their back into it, and you know, most importantly, bought into the reasons we're doing it, the benefits it's going to give us, and. Yeah, there was a lot of um, kind of head scratching and and design work and checking and data reconciliations. Um, I've had the the I wouldn't call it a luxury, but a certain experience of going through big projects before. Um, some have succeeded, a couple have, uh, have taken a lot longer and mm. and a lot harder to do than we anticipated. Um, so there's a lot of learnings from the past gone into it. Um, but we're also a simple business. Uh, we don't have many people. We don't have um, branch networks or front of house retail systems or, or anything mm. like that. We don't have stock. Um, so, so actually, an ERP implementation for us is probably very low down in terms of complexity versus lots of others. If you're enjoying this conversation, then you've got to check out CFO Connect, the global community for modern finance leaders, like the ones on this podcast. We host monthly events and workshops, have a private Slack group for CFOs, and a one-on-one -on -one member matching program. CFO Connect membership is free, but reserved for experienced finance leaders. So if that's you, head over to cfoconnect.eu and apply to join us. Give us two minutes on fundraising. How did you find, you've done two rounds you mentioned um, since yeah. you joined. How, how have you found those processes? Um, the, I guess the, the first start point um, was, was November uh, 2019 when we, we really went over to America, uh, three of us, and it was a little bit like a speed dating session. Uh, here's our company, here's our story, here's our vision. Here's where we're at now. This is what we want to do with the funds that we're asking you to, to potentially invest in us. And we must have met, you know, a couple of dozen VCs in the space of a week. Um, you know, you, I suppose you kiss a lot of frogs and um, you, you, you get a lot, of turn, a lot of people turn you down. The hope that we have is that the more people we see, uh, the more people will, will say, actually, this is pretty interesting. Maybe it's not for me, but I do know people who would be interested in this. And that's mm. that kind of uh, ecosystem where they all know each other uh, in, in California, San Francisco, uh, Bay Area, was, um, was really helpful in terms of that, that introduction piece. Um, our, our chief exec, Andrew, had spent a lot of effort uh, building a network and building some contacts there before we went. And finding out, we, we did a lot of, of research, finding out what do these people want to see, uh, what's the best way of presenting. And um, we were lucky enough to get uh, three or four offers 
in and around Christmas time, uh, 2019, mm. uh, and then uh, accepted one, uh, which was a, a combined offer from two uh, great VCs, uh, one called Menlo Ventures, one called Sierra Ventures, and we were we were able to close that funding round uh, mid February 2020, and um, you know that was brilliant. We had uh, suddenly guys from those those VCs, the partners on our board, helping us strategize, helping us think through the COVID challenges and the headwinds that we suddenly found, um, and and the the benefit for us of, of the timing wise was obviously we weren't worried for cash during covid mm. uh, not certainly not you know everyone was worried but we we knew we had funds to ride out a, a, at least a short-term storm um but we didn't want to ride it out with no growth so we were focused on on actually how do we make our business really sing and really really motor uh, even during the time when other businesses are locked down and we were we were able to to begin to create sales momentum um and then uh, we, we were building the team. Um, we had a big uh, kind of change in acceleration. And, and at the beginning of 2021, we really started investing heavily in the sales motion and the functionality uh, of the product as well. Um, and then we were able to uh, close our Series B in two stages last year, one in June, one in August. Um, and that was, uh, that was a great process. Uh, again, talking to lots of people, um, much bigger round. It was four times the size, and um, not not four times the effort though. It was uh, you know once you've been through one round, you understand the process and you, you know what the legal uh, process is and the, mm. the uh, due diligence process. So we were we were able to be, I guess, a lot more prepared uh, and a lot more professional with our our, our approach. And again, we found um, a great lead investor in Norwest. Uh, we were lucky enough that Menlo and Sierra really like us and reinvested mm. in the round. Um, and we had some some smaller investors in that round as well. Uh, so, so we were in good shape. Fantastic. Well, I want to get you out of here just on three quick questions. Um, to begin, the first one, you've already mentioned NetSuite. I wonder if there is another finance tool that you couldn't live without. Um, I guess um, NetSuite's our, our, our Bible now. It's our mm. real base, base tool. We're in the process of implementing um, a compensation management tool. A um, We're implementing also... Um, a, uh, a, 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 a kind of US sales tax management tool. Mm. Um, we're implementing a new expenses system. Um, so they're a little bit untried, untested at the moment. So I probably don't want to extol their virtues too much. <laughs> um, we're still we're still reliant on some Excel books yeah. in, in certain places. Uh, we're trying to get off them uh, and, and get them systemized. So, so at the moment, yeah, NetSuite's probably the main. The NetSuite's main thing. the one. Mm -hmm. If there was one part of your day today that you could outsource completely and forget about, what would it be? Oh, um, that's a good question. Um, I think um, I think the uh, 
the complexity around compensation calculations mm. uh, because each deal we do with customers is subtly different um, and you have to always refer back to the compensation agreement you've got with your reps uh, to really understand it. Um, luckily, we are uh, outsourcing some of that and we're not outsourcing, we're, we're bringing in a, a system to help us do that, uh, but it's still going to take a lot of manual hand cranking. Mm. Okay, and last one, what's the best advice you've ever received? Um, that's a good question as well. Uh, I think um, I think get your data sorted, get your data in real great shape because everything you know if you've got mm. rubbish data, how can you ever actually do your job and then begin to think about um, you know developing a team, helping other people develop and do their jobs in a, in a great way. If you've got terrible data sitting behind it, then, then as a CFO, you really, really can't do your job. Mm. I, I think that's the most, the most base uh, start point for any finance role is making sure that your data is is in the in the right place, accurate, robust, uh, and you can point to how it came to be. Brilliant, Nick Rose. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks, Patrick. Pleasure. CFO Year is brought to you by CFO Connect, the fastest growing global community for finance leaders. Join us for webinars and workshops, get our expert resources, and be a part of an exclusive Slack group just for CFOs. Join the community and exchange ideas with CFOs from the most exciting companies in the world. Just visit cfoconnect.eu.